Hi, my name is Anushruti. My name is Grace. And welcome to the next episode of our podcast, Embracing Change. So next episode, we introduced the nuclear bomb. We said what it really is, where it was created, how it works, and what damage it can do, as well as the dangers of it. And so this episode, we're going to be going into the different treaties and connections between countries that have been made over the past years to ensure more safety revolving around nuclear weapons. Yeah, so on August 5th, 1963, um, there was the Nuclear Test Ban Treaty formed, and this was after more than eight years of difficult negotiations. So the UK, the um, United States, and the Soviet Union, they signed the Limited Nuclear Test Ban uh, Treaty. Yeah, so this episode, we're going to be talking mostly about that treaty and then a little bit about the Iran um, nuclear deal. But basically, this limited nuclear test ban treaty was created um, at the during the Cold War because each of the nations found that they were all racing to make the most number of nuclear weapons, the most powerful nuclear weapons. And they all sort of realized that um, this could be very, very dangerous and also the just the testing of these radioactive bombs could also lead to a lot of um different like health um like health dangers and things to worry about yeah pretty much so like the destruction of the hiroshima and like nagasaki biatomic bombs they marked the end of world war ii and then the beginning of the nuclear age so as grace said that's when countries started realizing that um that this is just one huge big race to see who can make the most nuclear weapons so there have been like several attempts to negotiate a treaty uh in may of 1955 the united nations disarmament commission brought together the u.s the uk canada france and the soviet union to begin negotiations on ending nuclear weapons testing and like conflicts like soon arose over the inspections to verify underground testing but um everyone like tried to do their best to negotiate a treaty yeah so the soviet union and the u.s um then sort of suspended nuclear tests for a bit but john f kennedy who was the president during that time really wanted to just like ban nuclear weapons testing he was very very against nuclear weapons and he thought that they were just a big issue within the world that could cause a lot of destruction and they were too risky if they got into the wrong hands yeah and so president kennedy he met with um the soviet premier in vienna of june 1961 um and this was like five weeks after the defeat of the u.s sponsored invasion of cuba um at the bay of pigs so then after this invasion the u.s president just he was sort of his presence sort of weakened because the soviet union leader um sort of got the impression that he was more weak and so this was negative on the u.s um and there was also a lot of pressure to resume testing yeah so like at the end president kennedy was unsuccessful in his efforts to um reach to that agreement and then announced the resumption of atmospheric testing so americans resumed the testing process like on april 25th of 1962 yeah and then also the cuban missile crisis was a big deal because it just um involved a lot and a lot of destruction and um president kennedy as well as the soviet union leader realized that they um they were coming really really dangerously close to a nuclear war so 
they began even more efforts to finally reach um, an agreement between the two nations and reduce tensions, and this led to the treaty. Yeah, so the Limited Nuclear Test Ban Treaty was finally signed in Moscow on August 5th, 1963, and um, this was signed by the U.S. Secretary and Soviet Foreign Minister, Minister at the time, and then it was also signed by the British Foreign Secretary. Um, and one day short of, this was one day short of the 18th anniversary of the dropping of an atomic bomb on Hiroshima. Wow, that's interesting. So yeah, basically this treaty um, just prohibited nuclear weapons um, testing, including like underwater, in the atmosphere, in outer space, oh, it allowed underground nuclear tests, but um, the radioactive debris could not fall outside of the boundaries of the nation conducting the test, so it couldn't affect other areas, other people, other um, nations, and they also worked towards just complete a complete end to the arm race to stop this just aggressive um, race to get more nuclear weapons and more um, just missiles. Yeah, so this is everything that the treaty kind of had on it and what um, everyone signed off on. Yeah, so moving a little bit on to the Iran nuclear deal, I just want to talk a tiny bit about that because I actually am doing a history project on it right mm -hmm. now. That's like do you have a final for your history what is your guess? we do have a final but it's not related to nuclear testing or like research uh, stuff. interesting yeah. okay so yeah basically in history we get in we we're getting an option in my class to choose between different like um world affairs i suppose which and is why grace is so knowledgeable no nuclear um, but weapon yeah testing. on the iran nuclear deal basically so iran and the u.s have had a very long complex um history and both sides have argued and just um, been allies at points and been enemies at other points. And eventually this ended up with the Iran nuclear deal because the U.S. and a few other um, European nations wanted to limit Iran's nuclear testing abilities because they knew that Iran was producing um, a lot of nuclear weapons and they had a lot of power to do so. And Iran wanted their... Um, assets to be unfrozen in their oil industry to resume because as you know like Iran is very very um, oil rich yeah. is a very oil rich place and their economy was basically being like crippled because of the US's sanctions that the US was imposing mm -hmm. so the deal in the end was that um, Iran would have to lower its amount of nuclear testing and nuclear research and also allow external inspection of their different facilities in exchange for the u.s um lifting the sanctions oh, interesting i did not really know about that yeah it's fascinating yeah um so moving on to like which countries have nuclear weapons and which ones have like the most um starting off with the like top nine so like going from the ninth to first we have north korea ninth um ninth place and then israel then india pakistan united kingdom france china's top three u.s is the second one actually surprisingly and russia's number one with 6257 um, nuclear weapons out of which 1458 are active 3039 are available and then 1760 weapons are retired yeah so it's actually fascinating because if you look at from ninth place to third place which is north korea to china each country has within like 40 to 350 yeah. nuclear weapons right 
And then you look at all of a sudden the like US, U.S. and Russia, yeah. and it's like over five thousand five hundred. Yeah, it's crazy. And um, once again, these are not like exact numbers. I think estimate. I believe like this is this is just an estimate, right? Because this was made. The source that we're using to do this was made, I think, beginning of twenty twenty two. Yeah. So we don't know when you'll hear this, but that was just the estimated one around January twenty twenty two in the world. Mm-hmm. So I think that's about it for our episode today on nuclear weapons, nuclear treaties, all those different things. But we hope that you got a little more information on this topic and know how, how dangerous these weapons are and what, what steps countries are taking to stop the usage and to protect others. Yeah, I think weapons in general, like, are just they're just so... I don't know how, how they're necessarily helping the world because, yes, we need to defend ourselves, but there's so many other ways to do it peacefully and i think this is just causing a lot of complications we love peace ruin our earth which is why we always say peace at the end of our videos that is true peace